Welcome to the Fully Engaged Fitness Podcast, where you'll be hearing from the top fitness experts from the engaged personal training community of businesses. These include client interviews and success stories, insights and tips from our top fitness experts, and the unique approach that we bring to our clients that have helped transform thousands of lives over the last 10 years in business. Don't forget to like and subscribe this podcast so that you can be the first one in the know. Now let's get into this episode. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Fully Engaged Podcast. My name is Calvin, and I am the Facility Manager at Engage Personal Training in Greenville, Delaware. Uh, thank you very much for having me on the show today. Uh, today, I'm going to be presenting and talking about the five things I wish I knew about nutrition before working out. Uh, so before we get started, I just want to make sure we all know that I am a strength and conditioning coach with a background in uh, nutrition and the study of that. So I do not have any like certifications or uh, I am not a, a registered uh, dietitian or anything of that sense, but I just find these tips very valuable in involving in my life to improve my health and wellness from a nutritional standpoint. Um, and hopefully they can help you out as well. But uh, And also one more thing. Uh, I just, uh, from the clients that I've worked with from working at Engage Strength Training, as well as here in Greenville, Delaware at Engage Personal Training, these are pretty much the five principles and five things that I find the most valuable when I'm teaching, uh, my members and other people about nutrition that they may not already be doing right now. Um, so these are all good things that we can incorporate into our life. And I've just found them the most valuable to incorporate in mine, so I wanted to share it all with you. So we can go ahead and get this party started with the five things that I wish knew more about nutrition before working out. So the first thing is water. Uh, I think a lot of us take it for granted for what it is, but water is probably one of the most essential things that we can get into our, yes, diet, but also just consume on a regular basis. Um, so... I want to break down water for a second. Uh, water, pretty much, so you know, makes up more than half of our body. Uh, it's about 70% water is what our body is pretty much built on. So there's water in our skin, there's water in our organs, our muscles, and even within our bones as well. But uh, to break that down, water can be uh, one of the most important things to consume every day. And I believe... Uh, I believe this is true, but you cannot survive three days or more without water. It's uh, just something we we really need in our systems to produce, you know, good healthy movement throughout our body, uh, muscle recovery, and also just hydration in, in general. So we can go ahead and break that down a little bit. Um, so what water is really good for is, like I said, it's good for muscle recovery and movement of nutrients throughout a system. Um, so if we get a sufficient amount of water in our day, that is definitely going to help us feel rejuvenated, like we're getting uh, the adequate amount of nutrients, also from food, through our body and through our muscular system, our circulatory system, and just give us the exact, um, basically, nutrients that we need for us to feel good and for us to feel like we're getting the most out of our day uh, and being hydrated. Uh, so yes, hydration is another key uh, if what water does. Yes, hydration. It's pretty obvious, but we need to be getting a, a sufficient amount of water every day 
so that we can feel hydrated, like we have enough energy, um, but also giving us exactly what we need so that we can be our best every single day. Um, the last key is that hydration, yes, is important, but also it regulates our body temperature. So making sure we get the efficient amount of water is also going to help in how our body is going to acclimate to different environments. So if we're not getting enough water and it's really, really hot outside, we'll feel dry. We get dry mouth. Um, and there's just a couple other things that, you know, you feel lethargic. You may get a little spacey or a headache, even feel like you, you know, you might have to throw up. That could be due to lack of water. So especially in a hot environment, uh, we need to make sure we're getting at least uh, our body weight in fluid ounces or at least half of our body weight in fluid ounces, which may be a struggle for some people. Um, and yes, even in the cold, uh, I know it's it doesn't seem like it's as necessary in the cold, but we do need to be drinking at least our body weight in fluid ounces uh, every single day to make sure that we're feeling good, we have the energy to do the things that we want to do, but also to make sure we're bringing the healthy nutrients from the food that we're eating um, or any supplements that we, be, we may be taking. Um, that's all going to be necessary and function properly based on the amount of water that we consume. Um, so those big things of hydration, keeping our body temperature where it needs to be in different environments, but also good muscle recovery and movement of nutrients throughout our body is going to be super important. And that's all due to water intake. Um, so I mentioned it before, but a recommendation for the amount of water we need to be consuming per day is going to be about half our body weight in fluid ounces. So right now I weigh about 180 pounds. So I want to be drinking at least 90 ounces, 90 fluid ounces of water per day. Um, so it may sound like a lot, but there are definitely a couple different techniques that work for some people that we can be doing to make sure that we're hitting our water goal each day, whether it's drinking a big old glass of water, 20 ounces of water in the morning and making sure we have, you know, if it's 10, 12, 15 ounces of water before every meal. Uh, we can get into that later, but making sure we drink an efficient amount of water every day, at least our half of our body weight in fluid ounces to make sure we're hitting uh, exactly what we need for our, our body to function the way it needs to be. Um, so yes, half of our body weight in fluid ounces is what we need to get. Um, a couple tips for consuming water per day. So Basically, just getting in the amount, of, the amount of water we need per day, these are a couple things that other people have used that they find is beneficial for them. Uh, actually, just the other day, I was talking with one of my members, and they said that they put, uh, let's see, they put out eight bottles of water, eight 20 ounces of bottle of water right in front of them every single day so they make sure that they can consume each bottle. So they drink one and set it down. It's an empty bottle. So now they know they have uh, seven left, six left, whatever it is. It's basically a countdown from the amount of water they need to get in per day so that they're hitting an adequate amount of water uh, to consume. Uh, for myself personally, I have a large water bottle. Um, that's definitely a good way so that I know, okay, this is a 50 fluid ounce bottle of water. I need to be drinking at least two of these a day. So 100 fluid ounces of water is going to get at least the minimum amount of water I have uh, per day to make sure that I'm feeling 100%. I can coach. I can still have great conversations with people. But also during my workouts, it's going to feel uh, a lot easier and a lot better for my recovery between sets, between reps, even between workout days. Um, so those are just a couple tips. If it's drinking a big old glass of water at the beginning of the day, that's a great way to go about it. 
uh, having a large bottle. Even they make these bottles that have uh, different times, uh, you know, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., where you need to drink those fluid ounces within those times. And then you refill it and do all over again, basically getting to uh, the amount of water you need to hit per day. So I think the first thing is to figure out the amount of water you need to consume, which is about half your body weight in fluid ounces, and then find a technique that would be best for you, whether it's a large water bottle or count out the amount of smaller water bottles you need or just pound a big old glass of water in the beginning of the day is going to be definitely very helpful um, for you to get that water taken. in. Um, so water is the first thing I wish I knew and how important it was to make sure my muscle recovery is on point, my movement of the nutrients I intake from other foods is on point, but also my body regulation and the temperature I have and how I recover uh, from the amount of workouts I have per week, um, what I'm doing in a day, and how I sleep as well. So it definitely plays a big role in, in the quality of life that we can provide ourselves with. Um, so let's go right into the next thing here. Um, the next thing that I wish you knew about nutrition before working out was meal preparation. Um, so meal preparation is, it is important if you are tight on time. Um, so what is meal prepping? Meal prepping is basically preparing your meals so that you have more time for yourself in the week to either get some other work done, work on your personal aspects, uh, spend time with loved ones, whatever it really is. It's setting yourself up for success so that you know exactly what you're eating each week. You have the layout of whether it's, you know, whatever meals that you're making, if it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, all the things that um, you know you need to be working on within your week. Meal prepping is key if you're tight on time, but also it can help set you up for success for getting your certain macros in, uh, fats, carbs, and proteins, but also it just helps you uh, stay on track so that you make sure you're getting the foods that you need, um, but also the foods that you enjoy. Um, so at least what I find important about meal, prep, meal prepping for myself is um, so I have a pretty busy day right now where I spend a good amount of the time in the gym, whether it's coaching, um, working with clients, doing nutrition consultations, um, going out to other businesses and meeting other people, whatever it is, I know I'm tight on time. So I want to make sure that I prepare my meals for the week so that I don't have to really be like, oh, uh, I need to go out and grab something from Wawa or, oh, Wegmans is right next door. I can go grab something from there. Um, so yes, tight on time, but also I want to save money. So how can I do that? I'm going to buy some meals that I know I can make uh, over the weekend so that I'm prepared for the week. Um, so that's something that I want to focus on. And I make every meal for the week, breakfast, my snacks, my lunches, my dinners, everything in between, because I know I'm tight on time. Uh, but you do not need to make your every single meal for yourself during the week. If you know you have enough time in the morning where you're like, all right, I can make a good breakfast if it's eggs and bacon and toast with a good spread or something like that, do it up. Like definitely do those things if you know uh, you have the time for it and it's good for you, but also you enjoy it. Um, but if you know, all right, my lunch is almost out to eat every day or I'm going to Wawa, I find myself going to Wawa every day for lunch. That might not be the best option if you feel like you're not getting the best nutrients out of the foods that you get from a Wawa or a Wegmans or wherever you go out to eat, um, especially if we're looking to uh, decrease body fat and increase muscle. We sort of need to know 
the amount of quality nutrients we're putting into our body. So I'm going to make sure I put good, healthy foods coming from, uh, for me, every day I know I have chicken and rice. So I know I'm getting enough protein for my chicken. I know I'm getting a healthy serving of uh, carbs for my rice. And then I have a couple nuts on the side. So that'll be a healthy amount of, of fat there. So I'm still staying within my macros, whether my protein, my carbs, my fats, but also within the calories I know I need to focus on. Uh, for me personally, looking to gain muscle and trim off a little bit of body fat just to make sure I'm staying on track with that. So my meals are set up for success for the week. Um, and if you feel like there's a meal that you're struggling with personally, that's like uh, lunches are the hardest or dinners we go out to eat every dinner, maybe that's something uh, to try to work on if you want to increase you know, your muscle mass or decrease body fat and overall just feel better about what you're eating and still have a good time and still enjoy what you're eating as well. Um, so those are a couple tips for things that I would do for my meal prep, prep the meals I know I'm bad at to make sure I know I'm getting what I need from the foods that I prep. Meaning if I make chicken and rice, I know I'm going to be eating chicken and rice for lunch and it has a healthy amount of protein, healthy amount of carbs and a healthy amount of fats. Um, so meal prep, what it is, find the meals that you know you're bad at and try to work on those things and it might incorporate into some new uh, recipes that you might want to try out um, instead of having to go out to eat for each of your meals during that time. So moving on, protein is going to be another tip that I wish I knew was more important. Um, so what I learned from another coach is that protein is king in building muscle. And we can go a little bit deeper on that. So basically what protein is, it's the amino acids that are needed for building muscle. So protein is the building block for muscle. Just a little breakdown of that. Um, so once it's consumed, it's digested and pulled th throughout your bloodstream, your circulatory system, and then um, attached and basically built into your muscle. So once it's broken down from exercise, we need to be consuming some sort of protein to make sure we're still building our muscle uh, and ultimately feeling better, getting stronger, um, and burning body fat as well. So Protein is very important in building muscle mass. Uh, why is it important? Because we, if you want to build muscle or burn body fat, we need more muscle to be able to lift either heavier or more efficiently or safer. Um, and then as we increase our muscle mass, ultimately our body fat percentage will decrease as well. Um, and it, it will also bring up our metabolism. So increased muscle mass plays a role in our metabolism and how that works as well. So... I believe that everybody needs protein. If you have muscle on your body and you move, uh, I think that protein is necessary for you. Um, protein is not something that is going to be like, a, you know, oh, I don't need protein because I don't strength train or I don't need protein because I'm a runner or I just uh, I don't need protein because it's not my energy uh, or it's not the source of energy that I need to be consuming. Um, but if you want to move your arms and legs and perform the way that you want to perform in life, protein is going to be key for you to be able to sustain the amount of muscle you have, increase muscle, and recover from the activities that you do, whether it's hanging out with friends or playing around, working out, really whatever you're doing, protein is going to be necessary for you to recover and make sure you're feeling good overall. Um, so I believe that everybody needs to be consuming at least some sort of protein in their day. Um, so 
with protein, there definitely is a hard understanding of like, how much should I get? When should I get it in? Um, but a rule of thumb basically to go off of would be uh, consume at least 100 grams of protein per day. So 100 grams of protein for the majority of people is is hard to take in for some people, but it's also going to be a, an, at least an adequate amount for our muscles to absorb, recover, and be able to perform the next day, whether we're doing really whatever we need to. If it's working out the next day or going on a long walk or really just doing anything you really want to, uh, that's going to be something that we need to be taking in so that we feel our best selves and we're getting not a ton of that muscle soreness. If we feel after workouts, protein is going to play a big role in how we recover from, um, from that as well. So what do I do? That might be a question you might be uh, learning about as well, but what do I do to get my protein in? So I, like I said before, meal prepping is a great way for me to understand the exact amount of protein that I take in per day so that I'm still building muscle, at least per my goals, building muscle uh, and being healthy, but also recovering from the workout sessions or whatever I do that's um, exercise related. So I'm going to make sure that I have at least 30 to 40 grams of protein in my meals. That may not be uh, easy for everybody, and I understand that, but it's definitely going to be important to have at least some sort of a significant portion of protein per meal that you consume, even if it's snacks. So if you're going to have a snack, um, definitely try to find a good source of protein within those within those little snack times as well. I know um, maybe chips or pretzels or uh, other things, the popcorns and things like that might taste good, and I love them too, but those foods are not going to have a great source of protein. So I want to find either if it's uh, a can of tuna that I have with a, a little, a couple chips or something, or if it's a protein shake with an apple and peanut butter, um, those are just a couple examples that I know are going to have a good amount of protein so that I'm hitting my protein goal for the day. Um, but also even just building out the proteins in your regular meals that you have in a day, if it's eggs and bacon in the morning, that's your significant, significant amount of protein in the morning. Uh, for your breakfast, and then I have chicken and rice for lunch. That's maybe 40 to 50 grams of protein, depending on the size. And then I'll have, uh, let's say, pasta and meatballs for dinner. So I know my turkey meatballs that I make are going to have a significant amount of protein in. And um, so if I can sort of set myself up so that I know exactly what I have for my proteins in each meal, then I can say, okay, all right, where can I finally tune some of the other things that I know I need to work on if protein isn't what I need to be as focused on because it's already built out into my day of meals and day of food that I have. Um, so yes, protein is, in my opinion, for everybody. Protein is important for building muscle mass, keeping your muscle mass high, increasing increasing metabolism, and then burning body fat as well. So if you're looking to do those things, hit your protein goal uh, and keep setting the bar high for yourself uh, for that protein level there. All right, so the next thing, the fourth sort of tip or thing that I wish I knew before working out um, was I can use my own hand as a measurement for uh, my pro portion control. So even just looking at your hand, so yes, you have fingers, you have a palm, you have a thumb. These are all the tools. You have your own tool right here for an indicator of how you can sort of set yourself up uh, for your meals that you put on your plate. 
Um, so basically, what is the plate equaling the hand method for your portion control? So if you look at your hand, your palm size, basically the base of your fingertips all the way around to your wrist, is going to be the amount of protein you want to consume. Um, and this is just based on for male and female, if we're looking to increase muscle mass and decrease body fat, on average, males can consume two palms worth of protein, females one palms worth, um, and then breaking it down into our carbohydrates or even vegetables, our starches, and other carbs of that sense. It's basically the amount of food you can fit into your hand. So if you sort of cup your hand a little bit, um, the amount of either rice or uh, vegetables or potatoes or things like that are going to be the amount of healthy carbs that we can fit into our palm size. And for males, it's going to be two palms or two handfuls worth. That's going to be our either our vegetables or healthy carbs or starches. Uh, that's going to be your carb intake. And then for fats, this is going to be possibly a surprising factor, but one thumb. One thumb's worth is the amount of fats that we can have uh, within our plate to make sure that we're still staying on track for the amount of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates we have on our plate per meal. Um, so if we have about three meals a day and you have it on your plate, look at your hand. Sort of reference your hand and say, okay, uh, this piece of fish is about my palm size worth. Cool. All right, look at my rice if I'm having rice with it. All right, can I – you don't have to grab it, but you can grab it and say, all right, this is about one handful's worth. Um, that's about for me. All right, I'm a woman. I'm looking to increase muscle mass and decrease body fat. That's about uh, the portion size I want to have for my carbs. All right, and what am I having with it? Maybe a couple of nuts. Maybe it's a little bit of avocado or it could be salad with some salad dressing cool salad that's about a palm's worth or a handful's worth of salad and the dressing uh, around like an eighth of a cup would be close to your thumb's worth of fats there. Um, so using your hand is a good reference that we can see uh, the amount of food that we can have on our plate in our meals and it can reference the amount of um, basically close to what we're hitting for our macros based on the type of foods that we're eating uh, in that plate. Um, so Using those techniques for our hand as a portion control or a portion sort of evalu evaluation is going to be a good idea if you're like, well, you know what, I'm struggling with the amount of foods that I should be eating on my plate. You have your tools right here. Look at your hand, use your thumb, use your palm, and use the amount of food you can fit in a cupped hand is going to be about the amount of food we should be using for our portion control on our plate. Um, that's just a quick technique. I know at a point in my life I was trying to drop some body fat. And I knew my meals were, uh, there were a lot. I was eating close to six, close to 7,000 calories based on what my goal was. Um, and I needed to drop my calories significantly and I couldn't consume the amount of food um, that I was eating at the time. So I looked at my hand and I said, okay, this is the amount of food I should be eating if I'm looking to decrease some of the body fat that I had. Um, so looked at my hands, I said, okay, all right, my chicken's worth is about two palms, perfect. Um, all right, how much rice do I have here? How much potatoes? How many vegetables? Um, all that good stuff. Is it about my handfuls worth? Yes, good, awesome. I'm hitting that. And then, all right, I'll put a little bit of butter on this. Um, if it's a steak or if it's a fish or really whatever you use for your fat, thumbs, thumbs, cool. All right, I'm hitting that for the day. But I would always look at that and make sure, all right, I have a tool with me here. Why not use it to make sure my portions are dialed in? Um, so that's a plate and hand method for at least portion control, and it definitely is something I found useful uh, for evaluating my portions. Um, and the last thing, uh, the last part of the piece of this 
nutrition that I wish I knew before working out is eating the foods that I enjoy is important, but I know it needs to be in moderation. So I can eat the foods that I want in moderation. Um, so there is a big stigma around eating the foods that we just are considered healthy. So if we can adopt the ability to eat the foods that we want, but also eat the foods that we know we need to eat that are going to be good for our goals, but also our body composition and what we're looking to get out of training and nutrition, why not incorporate both of those into our daily nutrition? Um, so if it's, I know I like to eat chips, I know I like to eat pizza, I know I like to eat pancakes or whatever it is, all these things, great. I'm going to allow myself to eat those things so that I can have a healthy balance with the foods that I like and also a healthy mindset around the foods that I do enjoy, um, but also the foods that I know I should be eating. Yes, chicken every day is not awesome and it's not fun. I know these things. Um, I do it every day and it's it's just okay. But I know I get to enjoy. Um, I On the weekends, like Saturday morning, I'm going to be making a pancake for breakfast with a little chocolate chips and syrup. Cool. How am I going to factor those calories and the macros from that pancake into the rest of my day so that I make sure, all right, I don't feel guilty about these things. I don't feel like I should never have had those foods before. Um, no, I can have these things. I enjoy pancakes. Why would I take that thing away if it's going to sort of give me a unhealthy relationship with the foods that I want to eat each day? Um, so that's definitely something that I wish I incorporated into my um, nutritional habits as well. Uh, there was definitely a time when I knew, all right, I need to dial my nutrition in because I'm looking to lose a significant amount of body fat and I want to keep my muscle where it's at. Um, but if I eat the foods that I enjoy all the time, I know I can't get there. Um, so I really tried to dial it in and say, okay, I'm going to eat all these good foods, salads, the chicken and rice, the healthy eggs, egg whites, all that stuff. And I, I went to a point where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not enjoying the foods that I eat anymore. I want to find a position in my life where I enjoy the foods that I like or I enjoy the foods that I um, am making for myself that I know are healthy for me, but I want to have some of the foods that I, I like as well. If I feel like they're considered, quote unquote, like unhealthy, I want to still keep them in my diet because they're, they're healthy for me. They're healthy for my mindset. They're healthy for my satiation of sweets or salty or whatever it is. I want to make sure I'm still getting those foods in so I can keep a healthy mindset. That's the biggest thing is creating a healthy mindset around the foods that you enjoy, but also having a great healthy balance of the foods that you know you need to eat based on your goals. Um, so eating the foods that you enjoy in moderation is definitely a hard thing to dial in, but it is okay to have some of these foods, whatever it is, ice cream or pizza or some of these other foods that you may enjoy. Um, have those, but understand how to balance them out within the foods that you know you need to be uh, consuming so that you're still on track for your goals uh, that you set for yourself. Um, so yeah, those are the five tips that I wish I knew about nutrition before getting into working out. Um, so going through them again real quick, water it plays a big part in our muscle recovery, uh, the movement through our uh, body for nutrients and all these good things that we're giving ourselves. And then also body temperature and balancing that thing out as well. Uh, so that's going to play a big role in that sense. Uh, meal preparation. I find meal prepping so easy, but I know it's tough for some people. So find the meal that you know you're bad at, dial that in, 
and then you know you're set yourself up for success for the rest of the week. Um, the next thing is that protein is king. I believe protein is very important for everyone to get in because we have muscle, we move, and if we want to move the best and feel the best, protein is going to be the way for us to keep muscle on and build more muscle so that we stay on track with our, our muscle gaining goals, but also feel better after a great workout. Um, the next piece is using your hand as a measurement for the portions that we have on our plate. So just remember, thumb, that's the amount of fat we want to eat uh, within our plate. Palm, that is your protein, so your meats, your legumes, some of these other things that are going to have a good source of protein. Use your palm as a good source uh, or a good recommendation for the amount of protein we need to eat uh, per meal. And then cup your hand and use that for your carbs. If it's vegetables, if it's uh, rice, if it's uh, potatoes, other healthy carbs that you can fit on your plate is going to be about your cupped hands worth. And for men, it's double that. So females, it'll be one hands worth. And for fem uh, males, it'll be two hands worth. Um, and the last piece, eating your foods that you enjoy in moderation. It is okay to have the foods that you feel like are unhealthy, but no, I need to balance these things out with the amount of foods that I'm having in my day that I know are going to be healthy for me as well. So that is everything that I wish I knew about uh, nutrition before working out. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you took a couple pieces from this podcast away. Um, but if you have any questions about anything nutrition related, please feel free to send me a message at Calvin at EngagePersonalTraining.com. Um, so I hope you enjoyed and we'll see you on the next podcast.